My brothers and sisters, a story that's taken from the Gospel of Luke. The angel Gabriel sent from God to a town of Galilee in Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled by this and pondered what sort of greeting should this be. And then the angel said, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus, and he will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Creator will give him the, the throne of David, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. And Mary said to the, the messenger, How can this be, since I have no, don't know a man? And the angel said in reply, The Holy Spirit will come over you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child will be born, will be called Holy. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative was on, has also conceived a son in her old age. It is the, in the sixth month those who thought she was barren. For nothing is impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done unto me according to your word. And the angel departed. People of God, hear what the Spirit is saying. Over the past week, I've heard a number of different questions that come up. And um, several people said, is this the fourth Sunday of Advent? Or is this Christmas Eve? Um, I mean, it is December 24th, and uh, isn't that the day before Christmas? And uh, Christmas is the 25th. Uh, is Jesus born on that day? Well, I'm not too sure about that. But... Last Sunday was the third Sunday of Advent, so shouldn't this Sunday be the fourth Sunday of Advent? I'm confused. And, oh, are we going to have a Christmas Eve service tonight? No, we're not, by the way. So, perhaps we're asking the wrong questions. Richard Rohr said, Remember, when we speak of Advent, and waiting and preparing for Christmas, we're not waiting for little baby Jesus to be born. That already happened some 2,000 years ago. Too often that's what a lot of people have in mind. And the truth is, we're forever anticipating and welcoming the universal Christ, the cosmic Christ, the Christ that steps into our life every day, that be part of the human soul and into our history. The Christ that has always been there from the beginning of creation, from the welcoming of the Big Bang. The theme of today's service is, is love. And perhaps love and the power of love ought to be our focus. How do we prepare our lives to be loving? How do we sharpen our awareness of the Christ in our midst? How do we put love into practice and actually live in the power of love instead of the power of domination? 
I have a, a quote I'd like to read to you, and I want you to guess who did it. Some believe it is only great power that can hold evil in check. But that is not what I have found. It is the small things, the everyday deeds that keep darkness at bay, simple acts of kindness and love. Who said that? Gandhi? King? Thomas Merton? Teresa of Avila? Me? Not me? Tig Nhat Hanh? Helen Keller. Helen Keller? No, it was Gandalf of the Hobbit. <laughs> now, before you dismiss that too quickly and say I'm scoffing at it, um, this the book of the Hobbit in, in that series, that trilogy, was written between 1937 and 1949. Much of it was during the Second, Second World War. Um, J.R. Tolkien denies that the trilogy had anything to do with the war. But there's just too many things that come in there. How does that speak to us today? Well, our world's occupied with war today. In Ukraine, in Gaza, in Africa, active shooters are all over. We've never had such high numbers in our, in our streets here in America. They find oh, there's happening overseas. Um, is it just little old me? Or does Gandalf's quote have something to say to us? Some believe that it's only great power that will keep evil in check. But what I have found, it's the small things, everyday things that keep darkness at bay, simple acts of kindness and love. Sometimes I think that's what we do. We try to dominate over others, condemn others, push others out of the way, and we miss the power of love that's there. To show you important, I'd like to quote a couple other people and see if you can tell me who wrote this. When I was hungry, you gave me something to eat. Jesus. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. Jesus. When I was a stranger, you welcomed me and I needed clothes, you clothed me. Jesus. When I was in prison, you visited me. See, none of those things are big things. We all know who said those. And that's what, what they are, is the actions of love. And that's what we need to be about every day and focus our understanding of that I can change the world, you can change the world by simple acts of kindness every day. And that's the awareness that Advent, I believe, is really doing. You see, the people back then, they said, when did you see that? When did we do this? When did, we... did it in the everyday stuff. Let me quote another person, see if you know who said this. There's a messenger that said, God has found favor in you. And this young girl said, how can it be? Sounds like us, doesn't it? And then she said, behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done according to your word. She bore Christ to the world. Luke. Yeah. But the point is, who is to bear Christ to the world? You and me. We're to bring that alive. We're to make that happen. And yes, it continues today. Advent is preparing to see the, uh, the Christ in us so that I can give it to others and know that that's there. 
Advent's for you and me, and it's that challenge to forever welcome that universal Christ, that cosmic Christ. That means all people are to be welcomed, even people who we call the other, even to people who our systems block out. You know, we as a, commu- as a, a community welcomed the cosmic Christ a couple weeks ago, last week, when we welcomed those clients from MBHO. What a powerful thing that was. And their witness was what it was. They said, this is amazing that people who we don't even know care for us that much. That's what Advent's about and doing that. We do it every Sunday here when we welcome prepare for each other and welcome everybody who comes in, no matter who they are. On December 21st, this past week, this has been done for 27 years in a row now. We're down on Courthouse Square. They acknowledge the homeless who have died over this past year. This past year, there were 58 homeless who died. There were 3,833 people who experienced homelessness in our community this year. We've participated in reaching out to them. That's how we begin to change the world. Um, The ages of these people was 23... They had... empty shoes and sandals that were laid all across the board. And there were, there were um, the 58 of them there. And they had names on them, just the first name and the age. And the ages ranged from 21 to 63. You see, when you're on the street, life's harder. And the life expectancy is some 20 years young, uh, younger than, than those who are, who are housed. The names of those were rung out with a bell. That's calling our unity with them. We are one with them. And we need to do something, and we do. But our awareness needs to continue to be erased. That's where Christ is. It's these small things, these small actions of love and kindness. You know, that's when we share it. This Advent, it's about an everyday preparation to, to show Christ in the world. That's the power of love. Reaching out in connection with the nature around us. Disguised. I think God was showing off, so to speak, with the array of, of the meteorites who, who fell this past week. If you're able to be out this in those dark skies to see those shooting across, that's all part of us. We're part of those that that angel dust, that stardust that's there. Nonviolent communication by uh, Mar- Martin. Um, Luna's name. Marshall, Marshall Rosenberg. He said there's four ways we need to work on this. He said first is watching our language. Our language sometimes can be so condemning and judgmental. And he said we need to watch that and see see that because the language comes from our thought. And we need to watch what we think about because what we think about is what we become and what we do. And he said that needs to translate in the way we communicate and reach out to others. And the most powerful thing he says is we have to have a commitment to a certain type of power. Not power down, but the power of love across. Another famous thing, I think, that speaks to us in this time, have you all been seeing the commercials or they hit it down at the Schuster Center uh, about um, the uh, Grinch Who Stole Christmas? There's a powerful message in that. Everybody rejected the Grinch. 
and put him out. Except one little girl, Cindy Lou. And Cindy Lou said, there's something good in him. There's something about him that's good. This little girl was able to change the whole picture there. And we might make fun of that, you know, that that's why well, that's the Grinch's stole Christmas. But there's a truth, I think, that we can hear there. That you and I, in this Advent season, if we begin to see people who we dislike, people who are difficult to be with, people who are hard to understand, that there's something good in them. And that's because they are a child of God. And we're a child of God. As Mary said, be it done unto me as your will. I am the handmaid of the Lord. She knew who she was. Do you know who you are? You're a child of God. And being a child of God, who are you not to change the world? Who are you not to make a difference? Because that's all of us. I think I t- said this before, but I saw, I saw a, um, a shirt that a lady had on when she's walking the street, and it says, I checked my DNA. God is my father. <laughs> Check your DNA. Who are you the son and daughter of? We're all children of God. That's what Advent is. It's getting aware of that and seeing that we are light and darkness. Amen. Amen.